All right. Oh, I'm going to have a sip of my beer. Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not even having a beer. I'm actually enjoying it. That's the that's, that's the beer that alcoholics now. are allowed to drink because it won't affect them. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I'm at that level now where I can have a Coors Light and party. <laughs> Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday Hi there. Happy Sunday It's January 12, 2020 and I'm Eric Talking at you again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada Where earlier today British scientists have confirmed that cigarettes hurt children It's much better <laughs> to use an ashtray <laughs> Much faster, anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fantastic. That is fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners around the world, our listens are getting right back up to old-style numbers. It's getting me so excited. We climbed up to 7,400 yesterday, and today we were way up in the teens. So thank you for that, guys. That uh, is amazing. Glad to have everybody back. And, uh, I- yeah. I have to remember to talk directly into this microphone. I don't have my good one anymore. Um, some interesting facts. Oh, hi, Mike and everyone at Pit Lane Parlay. Go to Pit Lane and Parlay. Leave my thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> interesting fun fact I figured out yesterday, and it's true and do with it what you will, but Eric and Gord, what if we're right in one form or another, debuted on March 18th, 2018. On March 20th, the UN General Assembly declared it World Happiness Day. Are those two related? I don't know. It's possible. A couple other things I've figured out that I was looking into last night. The saddest country on Earth is the South Sudan. Is the saddest country on Earth. South Sudan. The most dangerous country on Earth in 2019 was Afghanistan. <laughs> So they're happier there. It's more dangerous. The most violent country on Earth last year was Venezuela. Now, you you think at first these three countries don't really have anything in common. But they do. They all have one very big thing in common. What's that? None of them listen to Eric and Gord. What if we're right? (laughs) I see a connection. The saddest, most dangerous, most violent countries in the world. Don't listen to us. Mm. Is that I, because they don't listen to us? Who can say unless we get them listening to us? That's right. Wouldn't you laugh if they start listening and all of a sudden those numbers drop? That would be amazing. I was trying to look for a correlation in the countries we are <laughs> listened to currently, but those are naturally happy countries to begin with. So we're, <laughs> we don't really have much of an effect. I tried to find the two happiest, the, the happiest provinces in Canada. Yeah, uh, 2019, the happiest provinces in Canada are BC and Quebec. Two of our biggest listening provinces. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing a whole lot of correlation right now. It's, I'm not saying it's there, but it's certainly... You can't know until you until everyone in the world starts listening to us. So, world, uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your relatives. Start listening to Eric and Gord. 
give us a little follow wherever you're listening, and uh, we'll see if we can actually change the world. I think we can. I firmly believe we can. There is more of that crap coming throughout the show. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, and this fucking blows my mind, but again, in a really good way, the Eric and Gord's group for people who like groups, the membership is exploding. We have now officially twice as many members as we did in our, in our round earth group. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> our, uh, I need you to, I need you to send me the link on that one post it on my facebook wall so i can reshare it because i yeah, know okay. of a bunch of people that would actually so but I, i'm having issues on my but end of it to do something. if you just go to the search bar and type in eric and gord's group for people who like groups <laughs> it'll pop up and we literally when we had our round earth group which i woefully neglected and i apologize for that but we had nine members in our in our globe earthers group uh we have we got 10 new members on top of those nine who all grandfathered into the new group. We got 10 new since yesterday. That's incredible. People, people like groups <laughs> and people want to be in a group for people who like groups. So anyone out there is a group for, for groups. If you want a group, this is the group to group in. Go to Facebook, Eric and Gord group for people who like groups. You know where you can find a link to that? In the brand new Eric and Gord podcast Facebook page. So much better than the old Eric and Gord wonderful right page. I can't even begin to describe it. Uh, as you can tell, I'm trying to get us some more attention. So there's a big social media thing going on right now. There's some ads going in other podcasts. Those podcasts are now you've, now you've seen it. Available now that you've got two episodes out. They're pretty damn good. That's uh, now you've seen it. I think it's on Apple Podcasts. And when you're listening to that, you'll hear a little Eric and Gord commercial right in the middle because they're running commercials for us. Uh, how many, how many members did you just say? I think it was like, I think it should be hovering around 19. Yes, 19, 19 members. Yeah. Fuck. We, we only ever had nine in our other group. So we're more than double in the group for people who like groups. Not getting a lot of engagement yet. Hey, if you like groups and you want to talk about liking groups or just anything group related, or it doesn't even have to be group related. That's the best part about this group. You, you, you just do whatever the hell you want. Oh, and there's the thing that thing I sent you, Gord, on Facebook. That is the link. That's the big email thing, the opt-in thing that I told you about. Oh, perfect. Okay, perfect. So if you click on that link that's on Facebook right now, yeah, it takes you to a little button. You push that little button, it takes you to Spotify where you can follow our podcast and you're instantly eligible for $25 Canadian money or some prizes or some really cool stuff. Very neat. Mm, I will be doing that. But you don't have to. That's the thing. It's an opt-in thing. It's, it's, it's your choice. You don't have to do any of it. Uh, it's just... It's like I... If I didn't. It's like I say uh, to everybody, I'm not saying the world would be a better place if everyone was like me. Just would be. I'm not, I'm not saying I want everybody to be like me. I'm just saying the world would be a much better place if you were. And, you know, that's, if you don't join, you're a terrorist. That's all. No big deal. I'm not. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, just, there's just less of a way to prove that you're not. 
That's the thing. If yeah. like, <laughs> it looks, it, I'm not gonna say you're a terrorist if you don't, but it looks sketchy. Like, why wouldn't you if you weren't? <laughs> Bunch of goddamn terrorists. <laughs> so, in in perfect form, as uh, we talked about a week ago, when I said planes don't go down unless it's a ground-to-air missile. This doesn't happen, and I said Iran shot them down with a ground-to-air missile. Yep. Iran denied the fuck out of it. And then this weekend, everybody got tough on their ass, and they admitted they shot down the plane with a ground-to-air missile. Yep. Again, I'm saying Eric and Gord need to go to the UN. We had this shit solved a week ago. But cool of them to, well kind of pussy out and admit it. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I think I still maintain that Trudeau is going to try to be a tough guy on this. Um, I haven't talked about this since the last episode, but I finally saw the beard. And you got to admit, it looks good. It's a tough looking beard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know what? It, you know what he did? You know, you know what he did? If you can pull up a picture of it and look at it, he grew yeah. Iron Man's beard. He grew Iron Man's beard. <laughs> I actually, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I actually thought that when I first saw it. I guarantee that's why he did it. He wants to look like Iron Man. But I think he's going to try to play it tough. I think he's going to talk full American support or full support of the Americans, I should say. Because that's going to, he's going to, he needs to look tough. That's his whole new thing. He's coming back as a tough guy. He's not that little girly man everyone bitched about last year. Now he's fucking. Justin Stash Doe. Or Beard Doe. Justin Beard Doe. <laughs> I, just, I just quickly just, I, I literally typed in Justin Trudeau Beard and Tony Stark Beard pictures. See if I can get a close I'm putting side by side. And so one of the first things that comes up is Justin Trudeau's beard is here and now we need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my favorite meme I've, I've, come across in a long long time is that one of Stephen Harper drinking the coffee and he says miss me yet <laughs> yeah that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> all right I want to talk some news um, real quick just because we have to yeah. uh, it is Trump impeachment time they're officially sending the impeachment recommendation to the Senate uh, Trump just today said that if he stands trial, Nancy Pelosi should have to stand trial too. He went on to say, actually, trials shouldn't even happen. The Senate shouldn't hold trials. They're unfair. Because <laughs> I think he <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> I love his fucking Twitter feed. He's um, got so much room in that mouth for so many feet. It's unbelievable. The bunch of people in the Republican-controlled Senate said the trial will be short. They're gonna. They they. He wants a trial with no witnesses. And Pelosi says, "Well, that's a, not a fair trial." Yes. He's saying, "Oh, you got to call more witnesses." The Senate has to call witnesses. Most of the Senate is saying they're not going to call witnesses. So I don't know. I think he's get. I think he gets off. I. Oh, I, I will guarantee he gets off. I'll guarantee it. I don't think Absolutely. it's right. I, I think it's ridiculous. I think Clinton got impeached, and this dude didn't like. That blows my mind. I just think that they've chosen the wrong thing to impeach him for. I think this is the problem. Well, yeah, but the problem is in what you just said. Like, 
how many things is he supposed to have that you could choose from? Well, that's just it. And how do you then? How is it that you screwed up by picking the wrong one? The fact that he has an assortment of options you could impeach him for uh, that should be impeachable in itself. Like you can't impeach him for any of the infidelity because none of it happened during the actual White House or in the White House for that matter, which is what got Clinton. Yeah. Um. It's there's a there's a whole lot more you could, but uh, yeah, no. See, this is this is an argument I had with my mother last night. Well, that's weird to say. Because I said, what happened? Now, this thing, their boat got hit. My mom's got a boat parked in her back alley, and the neighbor was backing up or whatever, hit her boat. And the cops went to talk to the neighbor, and the neighbor said, I don't know anything about it. And that's as far as the cops could go. And I, this is kind of the problem now. For the last hundred years, police have been operating based on people's ignorance of the law. Police got to do stuff because people thought, well, they're the police. They get to do that. Now, in this lovely information age, people know the limits, and they take the tiniest little thing in the back of a law book from the back of the library, and they figure it out, oh, no, you don't have to give your ID to the police, which you don't. You don't have to say anything to them ever. And it's really, in a way, it's a freedom. We're all entitled to it. But on the other hand, it's really impeding the work of the police when before people just let the cops just came in and did shit. Yeah. Um, and I think in the, in the Trump case, it's like, uh, the, being able to shut things down and be, well, it wasn't in the white house, so it doesn't count. It wasn't in this one. It has to be in this specific chair behind this specific desk at this time, or else it's not impeachable. And Trump's going to find his way on on everything he's done. He's always just that side of the line. Like, he knows where the line is. There's a reason why he hasn't gone to jail for anything yet. It really is a world for criminals. It's The world is set up for, like, the the Bill Cosbys of the world, who are just always on the line, but never over it enough to really... Like, Cosby should have got the fucking electric chair, honestly. Yeah. But he managed to get, what, he get three years or something stupid. And Weinstein will get the same thing. He'll get a, a grossly reduced sentence because his law, he can afford the lawyers that have the researchers that can find that. Ah, no, it wasn't on a full moon in April. <laughs> that <is> only counts. Yeah. <laughs> When the last dog that crossed the road after his first incident, it didn't cross left to right, went right to left, so it doesn't count. Sorry, (laughs) so close, so close. So close, sorry guys. I'd love to admit my guilt, but I can't because of that, sorry. It's it's stupid, now I love it. I love when a cop comes and talks to me and goes, you have to tell me who you are, and I go, actually, no, I don't. (laughs) And then I go, how long you want to be here, constable? Call a lawyer for me. That's the last thing I say. <laughs> you know, it, when you when you talk about like, uh, I love like when people do stupid shit. Like we're doing the simple thing. Like when you haven't done anything, but you know a situ- situation can go really wrong if you just don't provide an information. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's this amazing video of this. Uh, what it was is there's this uh, black guy who's asleep at home. And his brother-in-law had accidentally uh, tripped uh, 
the uh, alarm at his house. So the guy gets up out of bed. He's like, motherfucker, gets up. Fucking shuts the alarm off. A vac alarm company calls. He um, talks to them. They disable it. Everything is fine. But what had happened was he had gone up, and when he had gone over and checked it, he had opened up the front door, and he ended up just leaving the front door open to the house. So the motherfucker oh. goes back to bed. So here's he goes back to bed. All of a sudden, the cops show up. <laughs> they see... They know a house alarm went off. They see the front door wide open. And as they come in, as they get up close, the guy had heard this hustling in front of his house. He doesn't know it's the cops right away. So he just sort of gets up, grabs his gun, comes out by the, by the front hallway. And the cops immediately pull their weapons. They're like, you know, put your fucking weapon down. So the guy puts his gun down. And they're like, you get the fucking house. He's like, why are you fucking here? This is my house. Blah, blah, blah. And the guy like, refuses to comply to anything. It's like. You're an armed black. You're an armed man inside a house where the alarm just went off and the front door was wide open. <laughs> what you think they're just going to take your fucking word for this? Give them yeah. your ID. Like, are you out of your mind? You know. And so he argues it and argues it and argues it and everything else, and he keeps arguing it back and forth. He re resists arrest once they when they try to pull him out, like when they get him outside, sort of thing by the front door. Um. He's like, you know, he, uh, he he like refused. He starts pulling his arms away and he's trying to, he's like, you ain't fucking charged. You ain't do shit. But like, motherfucker, we don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. And they keep repeating the situation to him. Like, we just come to the house. The front door's wide open. <laughs> you're, you're fucking standing there with a fucking gun. You know, what are we supposed to know? You know, now, it's just stupid fucking people. I don't know if the audience at home knows this, but I don't have any identification. Because you need a certain piece of identification to get new identification. They no longer manufacture that piece. So I don't have the piece I need to get. I don't have the idea I need to get an ID. The people who make ID don't issue that ID anymore. And somehow this is just a, a fucking legal limbo I've been in for three goddamn years. But my point, when the cops stop me, which is more frequently than it should be, uh, but not but technically it's a lot less frequently than it should be but um they they can't identify me and they it's a, like a three-hour thing every time the cops come to talk to me because i'm not going to tell them who i am I, I i don't get paid to do your job sorry <laughs> earn your box detective <laughs> but uh, you know i'm not going to make it easier for you but i i don't have id so for them to Figure out who I am. They run by SIN number or whatever, but even then, you could I can memorize nine digits and just be railing them off. You know, yeah, it's not that, that hard. No, so they got to go back. Like, and they're stupid too, the BPD, because they've got pictures of my tattoos and stuff. Like, they've got other ways to identify me. They just don't. They're stupid about it. But I, I know well, they, just, they, yeah, they just they don't want to have to do that legwork. I'm not a shirtless black man. Like, you guys can't fuck around. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> any of our black listeners out there, don't fuck with the police. They will shoot your ass. Do you, have you not? Where have you been? Like, figure it out. Have you never seen the news? Like, what the hell? Every day. Every day. Oh, a random black man was shot. What was he doing? Nothing. Oh, yeah. But definitely don't be shirtless with a gun and be like, I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> never. If Ever. I was a black man, I'd be telling them right away. I'd just find the find the biggest cop in that lineup and just blow him. <laughs> right then and there. 
<laughs> just make sure you word it as I'm going to suck yo's dicks to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't like black people right now. You can't fuck around in America. Canadians, no. you're fine. Fucking do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't matter what color you are in Canada. You're not getting fucked with by the cops, but. No. No, that does it's no. Because even if you do get fucked with by the cops in Canada, your sentence, like, it's. I mean, remember, every day that you're in court, that's that's worth four days off. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Or three days they time have, served. So. They actually owe you time by the end of most trials. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We can't give you like less freedom. Hey, here's a trip to Hawaii. I don't know what this is. Here's here's a check. Sorry, man. We You're guilty. You here's a check for ten grand. <laughs> Time sir. What is a year worth? Um, it used to be fifty bucks a day, believe it or not, and that was the same for paying a fine. You could either pay your fine, or it was paid off in fifty bucks a day in jail. Yeah, I had that option when I had my fine. Yes, you did. I remember it's that. A, you could pay. You could do three days in jail, and I thought, "Geez, that sounds nice." <laughs> That's fucking nine meals. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Now I don't think that way anymore because I just did two months in, in like, well, call it minimum security, but yeah, it's rough. Even that, and that's nothing like jail. But it was just not being able to go outside, and it's not just not being able to go outside. It's knowing you're not allowed. That's it's the yeah. psychological. Because now I don't want to go outside. Now I can go outside whenever I want. I don't want to. <laughs> but it's knowing that I can is half the battle. That's half the freedom is just knowing you're free. So what is the is the trick just literally convincing yourself, I don't want to go outside? Anyway, that yeah, that would be trick? But they, they tell you right from the beginning, it's not your choice. So if they, if they yeah. just lie and said, you know, yeah, it's totally your choice to go wherever you want. I would have felt better about it. <laughs> I would have felt better, yeah. Go figure. But outside is lava now or something. Like, make you want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> right Greta Thornburg's outside with a sign. Don't want to go outside. <laughs> Greta Thornburg's out there with an axe, and she looks mad. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Trump, you're a mother <laughs> Trump, you're a motherfucker. Whether you win or lose in, in this life, whether at the end of your presidency, I don't care where you stand in life, you're a cunt. I just hope you know you're a cunt. I'm not saying anything about your politics, anything about who you are. You're just a fucking cunt. Just yeah. know that, Trump. Know that Eric and Gore don't like you, and in a couple of years, that's going to matter to everybody. Yeah, Trump, Trump is the pussy that nobody wants to grab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vagina that smells like he washes it with a dirtier vagina. <laughs> Trump's Trump's the before Vagisil fucking commercial. <laughs> On the subject of things I could give a fuck about, Tim Hortons, the lovely Tim Hortons, who's just winning all the time these days, yeah. they're putting out Timbit cereal. Now you do know how that started, right? I don't. It's Timbit cereal. No, no that was um, that was my at, that was the, the fucking joke. How, I, how I met your mother thing, wasn't it? it, it no, it it started as a joke where Tim Hortons had posted a thing about it, like alluding to it, and no, I, it wasn't like a full on thing they're doing, but they alluded to this, 
And this was like a long. This was like over almost a year ago. It was a while ago when they did this. I see. Okay. And and social media just blew up. Going, I fuck. I, I if they made a cereal, a Timbits, I'd I'd eat that. And they're like, there's our new idea. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's post. It's doing it. Post post cereals is putting it out. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I think I'd like it. Oh, I try it. Uh, but this is the part that baffles me. They, these these experts. Are out saying it's a terrible idea. These experts—they're saying it leads to confusion over what the Tim Hortons brand represents. God, it's like okay. First of all, who the fuck doesn't know what Tim Hortons? Like, oh, they have donuts and coffee too. I didn't know that. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that in the history of ever. But Americans—they would say that. These, these guys. Well, yeah, but we don't give a fuck about Americans. No. Tim Hortons doesn't. These guys went on to say, well, look, their last big introduction was the Beyond Meat vegetarian options. And now this introduction is a sugary cereal. So which side are they on? What the fuck? <laughs> are they the healthy side or the breakfast cereal side? Like, they got to make up their mind. No, they fucking don't. They're a donut shop. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> they already sell donuts and hot chocolate. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Are they healthy or not healthy? They have to be clear on that. First no, of all, don't. no, they don't. No, they don't at all. They, they don't have to be clear on anything. They can. I don't care if Tim Horton starts selling lawnmowers next week. It does, I know they have coffee and donuts. I get that. <laughs> Imagine Tim Horton's lawnmowers. God, they'd probably... <laughs> they'd be I, really difficult to start up. <laughs> yeah, they would. And the gas tank would be a little thing that you have to tear on the side and then fold it over, and it would never stick right in the little thing it's supposed to go down in. <laughs> fucking took him 50 uh, years to replace those lids. I couldn't believe it. We had a fucking congressional, well, not congressional, uh, what do we have here? The Commons, the House of Commons had to d debate the new Tim Hortons lid. And Justin Bieber came out publicly saying that he hated them. That is, that's, that's Canada. That's Canada in a nutshell. When your fucking federal government has to argue <laughs> over Tim Hortons lids, your country's doing too well. Yes. Every, we have no, that's the biggest problem in our, facing our government. We're okay. Yeah. It's not the fact that that's the biggest problem facing it. It's just the fact that this is what the government chooses to bring to the table. Well, this, yeah, but you know you need to replace these idiots. Hey, we have some real problems. You want to talk about those? Why? We're the government. We don't solve problems. Let's talk about Tim Hortons. Uh, Tim Hortons cereal, man. The fuck? Yeah, all right. So, Sorry. I thought at first, you gross, and then I thought about my selection of Timbits and the order I like to eat them, and I'm thinking it would be good cereal. Yeah. I, I, I'll i try them without it. Just like just the, the, the regular old-fashioned glazed donut in a dried cereal form sounds good to me. Well, yeah, because the milk is what's going to give it that nice texture that the donut itself never technically had. I imagine it's going to be like corn pops. It's just going to be like yeah. corn pops. Yeah. Um, that, that so that's not so right. I'll buy it. They said it's probably going to last on the shelf for like two years. and that, like, It's going to be like a novelty thing, and that, but it won't be a, introduced as a long-term breakfast alternative. Fuck off. Who cares? No, make it a short term. Have yourself some money. Make it a collector's item in ten years. You'll be fine. You know what I always thought would make. I for years I thought it would make money if they put out the cereal that Calvin ate, like Calvin and Hobbes. If they actually put <laughs> out his, cereal. it was chocolate covered sugar bombs. Yeah. If you put it Dude, out like that, on Calvin and Hobbes, it would have been hilarious, and everybody our age would get it. 
All right. Join my group for people who like groups. Listen to uh, stories behind the songs. Uh, debuting now March 1st. The debut has been pushed back to March 1st because they just they keep hearing me and my episodes and they keep demanding more before the show premieres. <laughs> so it's now been pushed back to March 1st instead of February 1st. Um, and that will be when they debut my episode, which is the amazing, amazing silver chair episode. And I just, I like those kids more and more. Um, cause there was a lot I had forgotten about why I liked them. Like how they always lied to the press and stuff. <laughs> just like stupid lies. They made up like what their parents did for a living and shit. And they just, they just always lied. They never told the truth. I thought it was really great. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great great band and all three of them were great guys one of them runs a restaurant now daniel's the only one doing music anymore but uh, you don't just get me talking about uh pearl jam and silver chair and sugar cubes no 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 you've also got my co-host steve, steve and sean they're going to be talking about rush the beatles sticks the cars the police elvis costello this is a damn good show that's a good mix of music right there. Uh, so tune in. It's on like every week. There's going to be another episode. People talking about the stories behind some of your favorite songs from, from the Beatles and from the sugar cubes. I'm doing a show all about 1987. Uh, Sean, my co-host is doing a show all about songs that have a day of the week in them. That's going to be kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I like that I idea. I get a little more creative control for season two. So I thought, uh, Moving into season two, I might try to get a little more fun with it. Uh, like like songs you don't know are actually written by Canadians. That would be a good episode. Because a that lot of people... You know, yeah. Um, songs that have been taken one way but actually mean something completely different. That would be a fun episode. You know, like I used to love her. My yeah. And Roses, and it's about his dog. <laughs> people don't know that. Lots of people don't. Anyway. I'm trying to think. I don't think I knew. I'm going to be honest. Stories behind the songs. Go to their Facebook page. There's uh, you uh, go to their Facebook page and like them. There's prizes and shit, uh, and that's got nothing to do with me. That's real prizes from Oracle Media Productions, and you can follow <laughs> their other prizes. show. Um, you can follow their other show now. You've seen it, and there's prizes and stuff there. It's a good deal. It's a fun thing. Um, getting a little sick of the Eric. We need you to do more stuff all the time thing, but. Yeah, because I really hate being on the air doing podcasts. That's rough. Oh, yeah, you, no, you, you, you hate that shit. <laughs> so funny because they're owned by the same company as Tim Hortons. The last thing I have for us, the new Burger King ad. There's a new Burger King ad. All right. And it's the typical stat. Every fast food place but McDonald's has this ad where they're out on the street handing out free samples of their food. And people on the street are giving their honest reaction to it, yeah. right? You've seen a million of them. Yep. A&W is very well known for that. I love the A&W guy. Yeah. Um, so this particular new Burger King ad, one of the guys takes a bite of the burger, and he says, damn, that's good. <laughs> so, so this group, the Million Mothers group in the States... Mm-hmm. has lost their shit saying it's <laughs> highly inappropriate. It's extremely irresponsible and tasteless. It's extremely destructive and damaging to impressionable children. 
why? Because he said, damn. Because he said, damn, that's good. Said, damn. And you know the best part that I'm saving to last? It's an <laughs> online ad. <laughs> online only. Oh, They're no. demanding that it be, it's either edited out or because they can't tell whether it was a scripted thing or, or it was a natural reaction on the street. Either way, it should be removed from the commercial immediately. This fucking protest group of goddamn Whole Foods shoppers last year, they forced Hallmark to remove an ad that featured a lesbian couple on a card standing at a wedding altar. Oh, that's right. And then Hallmark ended up going back and re-keeping it. Oh, but yeah, they, they caught they, they caught a they, huge shit for removing it. And they caught a huge shitstorm for re-putting it back on, too, though. Because it's saying, thing. see, you're not standing up to your own beliefs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you can't win in that situation. But this is the same goddamn group. He says, damn. Like, ladies, do you know what your kids are seeing on the internet? I would be relieved to see damn once in a while. Oh, wow. I would love to have a word with these fucking twats. That would be just... They called it the D word. <laughs> the D word. They're quoted as saying, Brigger can use the D word. I, I instantly thought douche. I'd, I'd say dyke. Now, see, now that's a bad word. I could I could get behind being upset by that, but damn? What the fuck? Can you fuck? imagine that was his reaction? Dyke, this is a good burger. <laughs> damn hasn't been inappropriate in 2,000 years. <laughs> when the first boats were coming here from Britain, the little kids were saying, damn, we're almost there. <laughs> I mean, face it. If you're gonna swear in front of your kid, usually you revert to "damn." If if you <laughs> want to start protecting children, you're uh, fifty years behind. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you missed the boat on that one, bitch. Come out like these. It, it is all Whole Food shopping moms. You know it is. It's all soccer moms. Oh, absolutely. Real housewives of. Depressed, angry, alcoholic dudes. Clearly, this is Definitely why your, your husband's swearing their heads off. They're all fucking swearing their heads off in the fucking when the cameras and microphones are off. Anyways, your 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 husbands, all you women that do this shit, and you think your husbands must be cheating on you because they stay out so late. They're not cheating on you. They're all together in a bar talking about you, crying. They don't. They can't even get boners anymore to cheat on you with because you've ruined them. You've amassed stupid shit. Can you imagine coming home and your wife's like, you would not believe what happened on the internet today. Someone (laughs) said, damn. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to not laugh at their face for that one. Somebody said, damn. Yeah. And lucky they made it illegal to beat you. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, we're going to go to Saudi Arabia for a day. (laughs) Just going to go over there. Fight clubs for a bit. Uh, wow. Oh, hey, speaking of fight clubs in Saudi Arabia, hmm? uh, just one of the things. Now, is there a correlation? I can't say for sure, but things that have happened since our show debuted. Uh, Saudi Arabian women were allowed to drive for the first time ever. That's happened since Eric and Gord have been on the air. Very interesting. Uh, another thing, SpaceX, Elon Musk, didn't have a successful launch ever 
of a spacecraft until Eric and Gord had a podcast. I'm just saying. A <laughs> um, <laughs> couple other things that have happened. These are just things that are they linked? Probably not, but <laughs> there's a chance. Here's something that it didn't happen for 30 years, but Eric and Gordon start a podcast. Bill Cosby's brought to justice. <laughs> just saying. Just, something we talked about, and then it happened. Just putting it out there. Another thing, since Eric and Gord have had a podcast, it, it might have happened before we had a podcast, but all of a sudden we had a podcast, and Brexit didn't happen. Just saying. I can actually add one to that, Eric. Please. I want to hear many. Email me if you have things that have that you think could be correlated with the inception of this podcast. Gwyneth Paltrow has always been known as the for the most part, the, the pure, the innocent. True. Um, for her stuff, right? Well, since uh, Eric and Gord have had a podcast, she now has a perfume that is the scent is based off of her vagina. See, teaching women how to be women again. That's right. I would buy that. I want to. I want to. I I want to check out that perfume. And by, and I have something to talk about with that. By the way, I would imagine Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina has no sense of humor. <laughs> That's a guarantee. It does not laugh at jokes. I'm just. <laughs> but she's a very pretty girl. I always liked her. As far as like does skinny girls go, she's she's not bad looking. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm not a fan of her personally, but yeah, sure, whatever. I, I like I like her acting. I I I've never like really had a problem with it. Uh, I can't really think of a role that I've just been like, yes, that was awesome. I can't think of that role with her. There, in there's it. no role that you couldn't uh, insert anybody. Yeah, like, you could take her out, put any other girl in there. The movie's still just as good. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, that's just it. That makes her useless to me. Yeah, well, she's not useless. I mean, she did shallow howl, and no one else would. So, <laughs> that's Gee, cool. I wonder why. Um, when everybody says no to a role, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow will stand up. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, uh, Eric and I have become pretty uh, prolific, if you will, with. Um, predicting things a little bit uh, we seem to call the shot call things and it just always seems to come to fruition it seems to happen um been a very strange thing well it happened to me again on saturday oh really it did and it yep. did it, it happened during a recording i haven't listened to our episodes or was this the other recording this is the other one i see so i did a uh a last minute guest spot with Thor skin podcast. That's T H O R S K I N uh, podcast. It's with two gentlemen, um, uh, uh, Al and Shane, uh, it's or sorry, funny uh, show. Yeah. Uh, now, I should say Shane, Shane and Tom, um, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a backstory to this real quick. If I may, these gentlemen went online and said, we're desperate. We need a guest for our show tomorrow morning. They said, you'll have a good time. We'll make you piss your pants. So I, I messaged back, do they have to be my pants? Or can I piss anybody's pants? <laughs> and the conversation went from there. 
That's needed, per- which is perfect. <laughs> they needed a guest. I had another commitment, so I recommended Gordon. Because me and, and Gordon, like we got, we got each other's backs that way. You're gonna get you want Eric or Gord, you're gonna get Eric or Gord. Yeah. Uh, and for the record, they're actually gonna invite both of us to go to back go back on and guest on the show for us to do it together. So always a better option. Yeah, I agree. Um, so one of the things uh, again, I'm not gonna give away a whole lot, but because the whole thing is revealed on the podcast, which was just really fucking funny. But one of the guys brought up, I've never heard about this. I had no idea about this Gwyneth Paltrow vagina smelling perfume. Um, I'm interested. But, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but uh, it was brought up. And so the question was brought up is, what do you think it smells like? And, you know, we're kind of cracking a couple of jokes about it. And I said, you know what? You're talking fucking <laughs> talking Gwyneth Paltrow. I said, that goddamn thing probably smells like pine trees or forest something, rose petals and fucking bergamot. And we just laugh because it's your atypical bullshit sort of scent or whatever. And sure enough, about 10 minutes later, I just, I'm flipping around through the internet while the guys are talking and I found it. And she literally describes it as smelling as bergamot, cedar, and rose petals. (laughs) So I nailed three of the five cents. (laughs) Called it. (laughs) I guarantee it's off. It's like a wine, right? Everyone tastes different. Everyone smells it different. It probably just smells like patchouli and judgment. <laughs> well, my initial thing was I bet you it smells like judgment and regret. <laughs> oh yeah. But if you got to put an actual scent to it, I bet you that's what it is. So it was just still that, smells like Brad Pitt's dick. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like cold play, and that's not a good. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> smells like yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yellow. Smell. Bet you. Bet you didn't know the yellow had a scent, but that's right. It does. It, ask the Green Lantern. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, what a fucking now, Yeah, there's yeah. guys. The accent. I love that accent. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite accent. That, that East End. They call it, It's like that poor man's accent, they say. But yeah. Funny yeah, guy. It was great. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, it was, the episode it was I listened time. to, they made fun of Metallica for like 10 minutes. It was awesome. I'm glad you didn't tell me that ahead of time. I, I would have ripped him for that. So, <laughs> well, they were making fun of Hero of the Day, though. Oh well, okay, that's fine then. Which was after Metallica died. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows Metallica died. Um, after the Black yeah. Album, they were in a horrible the accident. Album. They never made music again. <laughs> they keep trying, but it doesn't seem to work. I don't know what they're doing, but it's not making music. Anyway, that's very cool. I'm really glad you had fun with that. I'm super stoked I recommended you. Yeah. I didn't even think of it until like a second before I texted you. I'm like, because they're like, you got to tell us in the next 15 minutes if you could do this show. And I was like, I didn't want to tell them then that there's absolutely no fucking way I was doing it. Yeah. Uh, And then they're like, or we have to find somebody else. And then it struck me. Why is Gord not doing this? He'd be (laughs) perfect for this. He's funny and probably not doing anything. No, you're, that was a huge gamble. You're always busy. <laughs> yeah, no, your timing was pretty much bang on. Um, so yeah, no, it worked out really well. And I had a lot of fun. They did too, and they were really like they were really nervous about me being on there because they they literally know nothing about either of us in that sense. Uh, I especially yeah. know nothing about me because they've never spoken to me before. And yeah, that's uh, fun though. So yeah, so no, we had we had a great time. Uh, very much enjoyed it. So um, shout out to you. What were they nervous about? Like that. They would have, well, it's like, just that I or? might well because some of the stuff that they were doing um, <laughs> definitely would be considered um, 
offensive without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, really? There's a, there a stretch for about 15, 20 minutes where it was just nothing but abortion gags left, right, and center. Oh, wow, because um, the, the couple <laughs> episodes I listened to, they were nothing like that. Well, that's just, it was a funny it, show, but... Yeah, it depends, because they, they actually have two shows. They have one that's very clean, yeah, um, very radio-friendly and very clean, and then there's this one, which is just a, kind of a shit show of whatever they can get away with sort of thing. Uh, this well, is I, look I look forward to it. I, by the looks of it, they publish couple times a month so or, or it, lo- it looks like they're trying to do once a week um, yeah I, yeah that's yeah that's it but they're doing it right it, their show is easy to find it was easy to listen to it's uh it's a good one and i'm really happy you did it i'm glad you did that and uh, ladies and gentlemen in the podcast community who listen to us i know there's a few of you now because you told me so uh we are excellent guests we're the best guests you're gonna have we're funny we're charming we're the whole package and we've got a lot of time. Uh, we can work our show around yours anytime. You want Eric Gord to be a guest? We're your guest. Shoot us an email. Eric at ericgord.com. Gord at ericgord.com. Rose McGowan is stupid at outlook.com. <laughs> They're the super douche canoe at gmail.com. <laughs> Any of those emails you can get, a, get in touch with us at. Or eric at wearerightdealwithit.com. Um, send us an email. We want to be on your show and we want you on our show. I think for season three, I want to do like, try to get one guest a week if I can. I think that that's a yeah. good number. I think so. I think that can work. We can or do that. Even, even two a month. I'd be happy with two a month. I just still have two. three. I keep forgetting to contact as it stands. So yeah, I gotta get around. Uh, got a couple good ones coming up and for the life of me. I'm such a prick. I don't remember names and I don't want to waste people's time looking them up but we've got a couple good guests on this month the first one is coming up right around the corner it's fucking four days away already that's right it's on thursday january 16th we've got a filthy dirty uh <laughs> sells whores for a living <laughs> she she sells um uh intimate uh sexual um I'm trying to think of the word here. Uh, experimentation experimentation kits, as she calls kits. them. Yeah, that's just it. And there's They're, like five different levels of anything, just from standard to communication of how to become one with your partner while being intimate with them, uh, right all up to slapping them in the ass with a paddle. Dirty, <laughs> dirty, filthy sex games is what she sells. Uh, and she's not shy about it. Her website is like dirtysexgames.com. <laughs> and it dives right in. It's like, how dirty do you want to be? This I got the dirtiest shit. <laughs> um, but she's also very well educated in dirty, filthy stuff. Yeah, so it's it's dirty, filthy, but with a with a PhD. <laughs> she's got a PhD in being slutty. That's like, who has that kind of commitment? Right. I mean. Where do I get that? Where do I be the teacher for that course? She's got a PhD <laughs> in fucking. That's like, <laughs> that's a woman you want to marry. What'd you go to school for? Uh, fucking. <laughs> that's you. And not even, not even like just an undergrad degree. She went the, all the way. <laughs> she went all the way with that. So that's amazing. She got her <laughs> oh, that's so good. What the goddamn hell is this filthy woman's name? Uh, Candace Smith. Candace Smith. That's it. Very vanilla name. I like it. That's that's sneaky. 
<laughs> it's like the library and you don't expect it. Next thing you know, you're tied up with a double headed dildo shoved up your ass. She was a sex. Edu- <laughs> she's a sex educator. She was a classroom teacher before she be- then she realized she liked fucking. And she's like, I'm going to teach that instead. Before I get thrown out of school for fucking my students, I'm going to make this a career. What the subjects she teaches on are how to balance work and love, uh, the importance of adult sex education, um, intimacy-specific topics, healing from sexual shame, building a playful sex life, even if your partner isn't originally on board. Very cool. Um, Overcoming sexlessness, getting back into the groove after childbirth, like all really important stuff. Um, and she sounds incredibly smart. Um, wow, it's going to be a good episode. Looking forward to it. All her emails keep saying that she's flexible. And I'm just like, I know that's not what she means, but that's awesome. <laughs> Can you send me a pic? <laughs> So it's Candace Smith. She's going to be joining me and Gord on January the 16th. It's going to... Hopefully she's got a sense of humor, because if she doesn't, we're fucked. Yeah. Most of these women do. Yeah. Well, well, I'll have a couple of serious questions for her, but yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I mean, she could laugh about shit. Another guy uh, is an author uh, who he wasn't on board. Like he, he was sort of like, I don't know if I want to be on your show. And I said, I'll oh, listen to a couple episodes that he gave. I really want to be on your show. So that's that's a hell of a compliment. Like he wasn't sure. And then he listened to us. and He's like, oh, hell yeah. That's beautiful. Nice. As is the case with almost everybody. Let's be honest. Uh, this <laughs> is Jeffrey Antonucci. He is the author of Deep Within a Blueberry Sky. <laughs> I have not read that yet. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, that title does not exactly do it for me. What, do we know what it's about? I, I have to look up my email. It's about his initiative he started, which is very similar to the initiative that Gordon and I started two years ago. But I will, I'll save that and see where he's going with this first. But it's the Love and Peace, a sign for the Times initiative. Very, very similar to the easiest thing in the world. It is almost freakishly similar to the easiest thing in the world initiative. So we're going to have to have a little conversation about where the fuck he's going with this and need some copyright deal here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as he doesn't want to do like a Hancock thing where he puts a fucking heart on the moon, you know, we'll, uh, we definitely got some shit yeah. to talk about. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not on board. Like I like the fence with the locks on it. And I thought it was stupid when the city got rid of that, but really uh, that's just kind of like vandalism and littering. Like we got I don't, these initiatives can't start with like defacing public property. Not only that, but I mean, the thing ended up becoming a hazard because of the sheer weight. And like, that's the problem with those. That there's a few of those in a few different towns, and in one town that ended up destroying the bridge that it was on. <laughs> because yeah. Of, because of the sheer weight of all the locks. <laughs> it's a sweet idea, but it's also vandalism. Yeah. Not 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 a great idea. Like I like the concept was cute, but but yeah, like you say, yeah, draw a heart on the moon. No, go blow yourself. Um, so his book, Deep Within a Blueberry Sky, is a beautiful story about the wonderful power of love and all the amazing good that comes to everyone and everything that love touches. Wow, I'm very excited about this because this is either. I'm either going to tear him to shreds and have him in tears and never love again, 
or he's going to be a cool guy and, and actually convince me that this is cool. But either way, it's going to be a fun interview. Like, yeah, well, we'll uh, it'll be it'll be fun. Do we know what day that one is? No, he hasn't set a hard date for us yet. But uh, that it is Jeffrey Antonucci. So we'll see. He's either going to convince me love is great, or he's going to hang up on us. He'll be the first one to hang up on us. Maybe I'll get a fuck you, Eric and Gord, out of him first. But <laughs> fifteen dollars is yours. <laughs> ah, yeah, we'll 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 have a talk. We'll see what he says, and we'll we'll see. The yeah, deep, blueberry sky. It could just suck. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I, I, it sounds interesting. It sounds like it sounds like a book. If he's on, if his thing isn't quite as fruity as it sounds, and it's just the uh, the easiest thing in the world, uh, then that's cool. I'm stoked. If it's as fruity as it sounds, it's going to be a rough talk. Well, I'll tell you this: on Goodreads.com, it got a four out of five star rating. That's two ratings and two reviews. I don't hate Goodreads. I'm not gonna lie. That that four from Goodreads that that's kind of a valuable four in my opinion. There you go. I'm a little bothered but by again, one I'm... of the characters' names in the book is Poppy Tom. I like that. <laughs> I thought that was one of the characters in the other lady's book, but <laughs> Poppy Tom. Um, could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know about those four out of stuff. The star rating is on books because I I beat the world last year. I saw a book at Indigo. I said, that book probably sucks. And then I took it and I read it and it totally sucked. I <laughs> literally judged a book by its cover. Oh, this is really weird. On this website, it's actually listed that Jeffrey An- Antonucci. I think so. Uh, according to this one, he is currently reading it. <laughs> He's currently reading his own book. That's what it says. <laughs> I like it more already. <laughs> I'll sit around and read my own book for sure. I will. I'll, it's the only podcast I listen to. <laughs> that's really awesome. I might uh, just like this. Great. There you go. Um, uh, okay, sorry. so I got some. I got some stuff we got to touch on. That was just some shameless uh, advertising. And but highly necessary and much needed and appreciated. What do you got for us? Well, uh, I'm gonna start with this first one. So at about I don't know, sometime around six o'clock this morning, I think, um, my phone starts buzzing like uh, all holy God is coming down on top of me, and it was one of the it was uh, one of the warnings had come up. Uh, this was not for a missing child. This instead was a thing coming up saying that the Ontario Pickering nuclear power plant is having an unspecified incident at the plant. Very exciting at first. Which is pretty exciting. I'm like, holy crap, this is the second time for the record this has ever happened. There's one happened about 20-something years ago at that plant where they actually thought it was going to turn into a fucking Chernobyl. You're like, yeah, there's going to be a meltdown at the power plant. I'm going to be a superhero. I'm getting right? superpowers. You go stand right under it. <laughs> I'm, I'm running gonna, over there. <laughs> I'm going to be like the Green Lantern. 
<laughs> Gord, what's your superpower? Micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets hard, it gets smaller. God damn it. <laughs> that is um, superpower. So yeah, so that happened. So the emergency message went out to cell phones. Now, the, here's the stupid thing. The first thing is it says it went out to, to cell phones within a 10-kilometer radius. Uh, Pickering is way farther than 10 kilometers. That's like about 100 and something kilometers away from me. Plus, uh, if it's a nuclear meltdown, you want to be a fuck of a lot farther than 10 kilometers. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it pretty much hit everybody in, in Ontario. Um, so that went off, and then about an hour and a half or two hours later, another alarm went off for it saying, sorry, made a mistake, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> sorry, it wasn't the nuclear power plant. Was, someone just finished off a bowl of Tim Hortons new cereal. <laughs> no, like literally, it just says, the alert was sent in air. There is no danger to the public or the environment. No further action is required. That's it. We just so, heard a loud noise from Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, and we freaked out. <laughs> we freaked out. We didn't know what to do about it. So, yeah, so that was a little interesting uh, way to wake up. I literally just read it one right back to sleep. I couldn't have given a shit. Um, I figured, fuck it, I got time. Who cares? Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, these guys that lose their fucking minds over the emergency warnings. Oh, my God, it rang my cell phone, and I was awake for six seconds. Now I'm going to make a three-week <laughs> fucking bullshit thing about it. Fuck you. I'm going to call the 911 and complain. <laughs> um, so is, uh, the other one is um, we all remember Lindsay Lohan. Yes, I know we do. Uh, her mother, Dina, has been arrested for drink driving while intoxicated after T-boning another driver outside of a Outback Steakhouse in New York. And leaving the scene. Mm, well, hi, Pot. This is Kettle. You're black. <laughs> uh, uh, it's just too funny. This can't, This got to be staged, right? This is because nobody's talked about Lindsay Lohan in five years. I have to assume. Uh, How do we get Lindsay back in the news? I don't know. Let's make her mom fucked up this time. <laughs> okay. Apparently, she did not agree to an alcohol test when she was caught up. Yeah, she wasn't drunk. She faked it uh, to get the news. But her intoxication was obvious. Yeah. Uh, she arrested for DWI, leaving the scene of an accident, an aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle in the third degree. Very nice. So How many degrees of fucking driving dangerously can you have? There's only one. You're either driving dangerously or you're driving fine. There's no degrees. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Um, First of all, she's the only woman in history who's denied a breathalyzer test because she was fucking stone sober. The whole thing yeah. is staged. Guaranteed. Well, she, she has a previous DWI, which means that she is now officially facing a felony charge for this one. Nice. There you go. So Dina Lohan. Way to go, Dina, you fucking sky. I like you a little more today than I did yesterday. I'll just say <laughs> And by the uh, way, I'm the one, the, the crazier Lohan got, the hotter she got. People don't generally admit that, but cr I was rooting for Lohan the whole time because the nuttier <laughs> she got, she just got hotter. Yeah, it wasn't until she stopped getting crazy that she went real fucking weird looking. And then, yeah, and then everybody, she got weird. Stop doing the lips. Girls, quit that. Yeah. First of all, we don't care. All you girls that are plastic surgery obsessed, we don't care about it at all. That's all for you. You're doing that just for you because we don't give a fuck. No, we, we prefer you the way you are. We're fine with that. 
But that lip thing has destroyed. It destroyed Meg Ryan. I always thought she was a little cutie. It destroyed her face. It destroyed the Transformers bitch that nobody likes. Yeah. The, and Lohan, she did the lips. Just looks retarded. I don't know if that's Botox or what the hell they stick in there, but don't do it. It makes you look stupid forever. And you don't need any help looking stupid when you're fucking Lindsay Lohan. Like, come on. Don't do this surgery on your face. You get a boob job, sure. Some guys like that. I don't give a crap. I think anything bigger than a handful is a waste. But the face, don't do plastic surgery on your face ever. Look at Audrey Hepburn. Woman was beautiful until she was 117 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <coughs> Not in any surgery whatsoever. Just vodka and cigarettes her whole life. <laughs> Oh man! Um, just because we love, uh, well, I more do than you do. Um, uh, love talking about all the shootings in the U.S. Uh, in, one, in one day in Baltimore, twelve people shot, five dead in Baltimore in one day. Yeah, one that, day if, if you misread that, it would sound like twelve people attacked five people. No, twelve, 12 people, people shot, five people dead. Yeah, so a total of 12 people, five of them were killed in a total of eight separate shootings. Oh, wow. That's cool. 12 people shot five people. Why were those five people trying to fuck with 12 people? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense at all. But that's, yeah, that's what that is. All happened eight. Saturday night. The eight. first started at 2.30 in the morning. Is this one, eight separate shootings in one town, or is this across the it, states? In, in, in the in the was it is Baltimore a state or is Baltimore a city? Baltimore is a city. That's where De David Jones is from. David Jones, go. not David. David Wright. I'm sorry, David Wright. David our, our favorite guest. He's such a good guest. I can't remember his fucking yeah. name. Um, he's from Baltimore. There you go. So yeah, so eight, all eight of them were in Baltimore. Different little areas, like you got Southeast Baltimore, uh, Northeast section. Another one in Southeast Central. Uh, it's all over the map. The ages of the victims: uh, from twenty-eight-year-old woman, forty-six-year-old guy, forty-year-old guy, thirty-seven-year-old guy. Um, yeah, it's no, just all thirty-eight-year-old no dude. No twenty-eight-year-old. Twenty-eight-year-old woman. I'm pretty sure David is twenty-eight. A twenty-eight-year-old woman. Yeah, I don't. There's wanna... a twenty-four-year-old guy in Northwest Baltimore. No, he's older than that. I'm sure David's older than that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to the episode. I know we we quizzed him on how old he was. Um, yeah, we'll reach out for that to double check. So yeah, hopefully David's okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's there's those, and in Colorado, five people shot in Colorado, uh, including um, uh, three juveniles were part of that at a house party. Yeah, that's happening too much. So that happened. Uh, the man, there's a manhunt underway. They have not caught the guy yet. Now, granted, I'm going to say right off the bat, this is getting a lot of attention because the liberal media wants more gun control. So they're highlighting these stories. The, the, yeah. These stories ha have always happened. They've been happening. Just They weren't getting the media attention. And I know it's, it's one-sided. The media is showing these because they're trying to draw attention to this particular problem. Unfortunately, what the fuck 
Like, why is this not getting more attention? Even Fox News talked about the Baltimore one because that's that's huge. Twelve what shot, is going five on? dead. That's that's a huge one. What is going on? Fuck you, Second Amendment bullshit motherfuckers. You got to admit this is not what it means. This is not what it's intended for. Your Constitution isn't like designed for kids to shoot kids and kids throw a snowball at you so you fucking kill them. Like, come on. Well, those it's kids just, didn't die, but you know what I'm saying? The just kids, getting insane. The kid may have allegedly broke into a guy's house and he shot two of them dead. Like, this is daily. This is fucking daily. And <laughs> 12, eight different shootings. And then that's just one city. And you've read two cities and half the Canadian population is dead in your story. Like, yeah, two cities, 17 shootings for our American fans. If you don't know my math, Canada only has 2,700 people in it. Just so you know, <laughs> um, in 2,100 towns, <laughs> we're 2,700 people, 2,100 towns, four guns, whole country, four guns and three services of uh, the Internet. We're just one of them. Uh, I'm borrowing mine. <laughs> That's right. Um, we all share it. We're on like a timeshare. <laughs> um, your country is fucked. Americans, you're my favorite listeners. You're 68% of my listeners, but that number is going to get significantly lower if you keep shooting each other. So stop it. <laughs> if only for that reason. Just <laughs> if only for that reason. Stop killing yourselves. My numbers are going down. <laughs> no, mine aren't. Eric and Gord listeners don't shoot people. I promise you. Except, well, they might, you know, a warning shot in my direction every once in a while. But, um, we definitely might want to, but we don't actually do it. Uh, this is this is just stupid. Yep. Like, what are you doing? How do you live like that? How do you live in a country where you go to work every day and you might get shot? Like, that's never crossed my mind. Not once in 41 years have I ever left my house. Oh, that's not true, actually. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, even I've been shot at for crisis. <laughs> I've never left my house thinking this could be the day I take a bullet. Like, you don't think when you're on a bus, no. if I get off this bus, am I going to take a bullet? Should I wait a couple blocks? No. Like that, you don't have to think like that. I guarantee we talked to David Wright, and he's got to take strategic, oh, I don't get off the bus at my house, I get off the bus three blocks away and walk down this alley and cut through this yard. And then that way I don't get, might probably won't get shot. When he gets off the bus, it's always a duck and cover bolt to the left. You know, <laughs> And it's always nice guys like him that get caught in the fucking crossfire. That's what pisses me off. It's always a oh, nice yeah. guy who's just, just engaged and going to work and he gets shot. It's never some, a fucking drug kingpin never gets caught in crossfire. Like, no one, no one ever gets caught in crossfire that you're like, oh, good. That's that. I'm glad they had that gunfight and that guy died. That's a good thing. Like, Iranian generals don't just get caught in crossfire. That would have saved Trump a lot of problems. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh, he just got caught in crossfire. I don't know what the fuck happened. There's crossfire. He got caught in it. <laughs> Wasn't <Wow>. me. <laughs> and stop bombing Iraq, you fuckers, too. The poor bastards. <laughs> When now, speaking of... U.S. is mad at Iran, they bought my rack. When Iran's mad at the U.S., they bought my rack. <laughs> and the rack's in the middle going, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? We haven't done anything in 20 years. What the fuck? Stop shooting we, each other. You we just cleaned idiot. up from the last one. What the hell is the matter with you guys? <laughs> what are you doing? You're not going to have anyone to send to Iran if you keep killing each other. 
<laughs> my God, who's going to kill brown people if you wipe each other out first? Right? <laughs> stop uh, it. Really stop protecting guns. Get rid of guns. Can't you see what's going on? They keep shooting people. You can't honestly like that. No one can defend that. I don't care how Fox News out you are. You can't actually defend this shit. There is no good defense for this. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You're country. I don't even I, there's not even gangs anymore. There used to be gangs. You could worry about gangs. Now gangs are gangs are dying. You get more shit done online than you used to in a gang. You can, <laughs> you can terrorize people way worse. You can steal more. It's a digital age. So it's, you can't blame gangs for this shit. This is just no. men shooting kids. Oh, you little whippersnappers! Bang, 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 oh. motherfucker. It is like me and Gord were kidding last year when we kept saying eat a bullet. <laughs> we didn't really mean it. Like, thank you guys. It's flattering that we all took it seriously, but <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I just I just never saw that part of it coming, I gotta admit. I mean, I get the power of suggestion and all, but come on, this is just getting stupid. It's nice, but dial it back, guys. We get it like that. Eric Gord said you should do this. I want one of them. I just want one. Just one. One of them has a t-shirt. Eric Gord said you should eat a bullet and just fucking. (laughs) That's why he shoots him. Just one. That has to be a trial. (laughs) That has to be something like there's at least a hearing. Oh, Um, that would be so much fun. Now, Silverchair had one of those. Ozzy had a bunch of them. Ozzy had a few of them, yeah. yeah. Silverchair had one because their song, Israel's Son, some guys listened to and went and shot up to school. Yeah. Uh, I, Eric and Gord have to have their, their day in court where it's like, Eric Gord told me to do this. Because <laughs> Gord said to eat a bullet. So Gord said to eat a bullet. So I made the guy eat a bullet. <laughs> I did it for Gord. I want that's got to happen once in my life. There's like, <laughs> like, like a bunch of things I want, like sort of cinematic things that I want to happen in my life. Like they have to happen before I die. That's one of them. <laughs> one of them is I, we, Eric and Gord have to stand trial for getting someone to shoot someone, but we, like not intentionally getting, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, someone misinterpreted what we said and then went on a killing spree. <laughs> That's got to happen to my life. There's uh, there's other more peaceful ones. Like, I want my hands registered as a lethal weapon. I've always wanted that. Uh, I wouldn't just because if you accidentally slap somebody, then you are going to jail for a felony. I don't accidentally slap anybody. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> accidentally is in quotes, so yeah. you just couldn't see I want. I, wa- I want to be in a situation where someone interrupts something and I have to stand up and say, what's the meaning of this? <laughs> I want that. Like no one says that in their life, but I want to. I want to have cause to say, "What's the meaning of this? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> what is the meaning of this?" Like it's a stupid saying. I mean, I know what the meaning of almost everything is. The other one, you know what I want? Really, more than anything on earth, is to be probably like after the podcast. But I don't see the podcast ending ever. But I just want to be like a bartender somewhere. In real life, and like I'll just be like at the bar washing a glass, and and someone will come into the bar and be like, "We need you to go back to podcasting," and I'll be like, "I don't know." That was 
that was another life. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can go back and go through that again. I don't know if I can do that again. <laughs> I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> I want to I be able to say that seriously in like a dramatic thing. You have to go back to your podcast. I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> uh, yes, we have to do ever, that. Ever since that guy actually ate a bullet because of us. <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't do it. America depends on you. <laughs> and then that's yeah. you, some, at, and probably more than once in our lives, but at, at least once, I want you to have to grab me and go, snap out of it. <laughs> snap out of it, man. Get to slap you across the face. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I don't know what got into me. <laughs> Let's roll. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. We need Let's our roll. road trip. Oh, it's so I desperately. Road trip to happen so bad. And ladies and gentlemen, you can pitch in if you if I got any serious listeners who want any of these good things to happen to <laughs> Gord. Uh send me two thousand dollars. I will tattoo anything you want across my chest, and I will go topless until May long weekend. And he's serious. Just I am definitely serious. Two thousand dollars doesn't have to be one from one person. Two thousand of you send me a buck. We're we're in. Game on. Um. Then you know whoever gets the first email and I like two thousand of you don't have to agree on a tattoo. That's stupid. I'll just pick like the first one. They all agree on a giant. Start a Facebook group. Like, what tattoo should Eric get? Um, maybe I should start a new GoFundMe thing. And I will get. I will tattoo anything across my chest. It cannot be racial. It can be racial, like black guys are awesome or something. But it can't be like bad racial. Can't be racist. Um, I don't want racist shit on me. I don't want anything bad about anyone's. No, that's not true. I do. I don't give a fuck. Um. Not race. It can't be racist. I don't want like Nazi shit. Um, that I guess that just kind of falls under racist too. But yeah, um, basically just racist. That's really all I care about. Everything like, else, everything else should be good to go. Everything came on. You could get like uh, guards a fat fuck, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Rose McGowan's a fucking whore. I'll get that. Whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, I might just get that next week anyway. <laughs> it doesn't have to be true. Like, I was originally thinking I don't want anything that's directly offensive to one person. But, yeah, no, I don't. I don't care. That's fine. That's fine. If it's one person, that's fine. If it's a group, it's not so good. But if you say, like, hey, this one black guy is a fucking dickhead, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. I, I will probably agree. I mean, like, maybe he is. I don't know that because I don't know that one guy. So you can do that. You can specifically. But I'll get the tattoo and stand beside him for every photo op possible. (laughs) Like your boss's name. Get my boss at Home Depot is a fucking pedophile. Something I don't care. I'll do it. Two grand. It's on my chest. However you want. You pick the font. And I will not put on a shirt except when I'm in court. Or if like McDonald's won't serve me until I put my shirt on, then I put my shirt on and get my burger. Yeah, but then I'll take it right back off. There's just, there's some like I'm not going to go to court, family court, fighting for my daughter topless, with <laughs> my boss at Home Depot eats cock on my chest or something. Uh, 
It's just not a good thing, like argument for more quality time with my five-year-old. But <laughs> funny uh, as all hell, but not a good idea. So while I'm in the courthouse, I gotta put on a shirt. Um, as soon as I'm back outside, the shirt comes off. Then I got to explain to my five-year-old why I have your boss at Home Depot eats cock on my chest. What's cock? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they don't sell it at the stores you shop at. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you are not interested. This is not the cock you're looking for. You're not interested in this. There is no cock you're interested in. <laughs> he will be lesbian. Just, oh, she's a lesbian. Oh, <laughs> happiest day of my life is when that kid comes out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, you have something terrible to tell you. Oh, honey, you can tell me anything. I'm a lesbian. Yes, <laughs> you are fantastic, girl. And a girl, I <laughs> can count on you. That's uh, awesome. Oh, dad can dream. All right. So yeah. Um, thousand dollars so what's gonna happen guys why sorry i didn't even get to finish my thought there uh why i want your two thousand dollars is because that funds an amazing eric and gord road trip where we visit the towns of all our favorite listeners so we're coming to ashburn virginia we're coming to hacky sack new jersey we're going to wherever we could get to on our budget we want to come visit our listeners and podcast from your house, ideally, because we can't afford hotels on two grand. That's barely oh. gas money. <laughs> no, you, no, you're putting us off. And Eric, what's the other thing that's with this? If you yeah. remember, if if you're putting us up and you're letting us podcast from your house, here's the deal: you get to be my guest co-host while Gord makes dinner for all of us. That's right. Now that's a hell of a deal. So, and I'm not saying you got to pay two grand for this. I'm saying if I get two grand, this happens for all of you. We go to a different house every night. We podcast from your house. You get to be on the podcast. Gord makes us dinner and this man can cook. Like go to wearerightdealwithit.com. Look at Gord and just go, yeah, that's a guy who eats well. Yes. My stretch marks have stretch marks. Fat people don't get fat eating shit. Like, <laughs> this is so gross. I'm going to eat 300 pounds of it. That doesn't happen. No. That's I'm going to eat, eat this till it's good. <laughs> no. When I make a spaghetti sauce, it literally takes me eight and a half hours to make it. We won't. I cook well. I we won't, won't make, make spaghetti, spaghetti at your house. No. We'll, we'll bring the sauce if we do. We'll, we'll have some pre-made. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, that, that I can do. Uh, so yeah, try to fund the epic Eric and Gord road trip. I think it'll be amazing. It was supposed to happen, not last summer, fucking two summers ago. No, it was just last summer. Never mind. Last summer. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to happen last summer. It did not happen. Pat Mastriani really let me down. Uh, I blame him completely for the failure of that. Everything Absolutely. fell apart because we got no support from Joey Jeremiah. I don't know why he would plan the event and then not support us in getting there. That just doesn't make sense. But we're trying to plan a road trip. I'm serious about this. I want to go to Ashburn, Virginia. I want to go to Baltimore. I want to get shot at. I've never been shot at like that. That'd be fun. David can show us where to get shot at. No, I don't want to get shot. I want to get shot at. I'm saying I don't want to get shot at again. (laughs) Well, then don't come with me. I mean, that shit was funny. I laughed my ass off, but still, I got lucky. (laughs) I'll just go to Subway or something. Like, David will tell me where to go. I want to visit David. Right. I want to visit Casey Gonzalez, amazing chef and podcaster. I want to visit that guy. 
Uh, before we get to Gord's stories, this is a long episode again. Uh, someone asked me online this really shitty question, like, why do you talk to other podcasters? What do you? Uh, uh, Casey Gonzalez is why I want to talk to other podcasters. Like, I made yeah. a friend. This dude's a good friend. This dude asked me how I'm doing now. We're just we're buds now, and it's because of our podcast. We reached out to each other. <clears throat> And and did each other's shows and got to know each other. And he's a genuinely cool guy. And I'm better for knowing him. I'm glad I met him. That's why podcasters interact the way we do online. You never know what you're going to run into. Sure, you're going to not like everybody's show. And I'm sure there might be somebody somewhere that doesn't like our show. It's um, called networking. My mom. Well, she never listened to it, but. No, um, it's, it's, net- it's, very it's called networking. That's very simple. Guy, now, first of all, this fucking prick, uh, he's probably not listening, so I don't care, but he, he, what, he's asking this in a podcast group. Why did you join the fucking group? Just to, like, who trolls a podcaster's group? Yeah, how lonely are you? Trolls in general. Now, this is something I did for my life for New Year's. I deleted all the flat earthers off my new timeline. I have no flat earth stories being fed to me anymore. And I'm so much happier. I just, I can't deal with that shit this year. Yeah. No no flat earth stories in my newsfeed anymore. Um, And unless they're really funny, we're not even going to talk. We're not even going to be talking about it on the fucking show. (laughs) These motherfuckers are so annoying. Yeah, they've annoyed me to the point where I don't really, I can't stomach it. Uh, anti-vaxxers are going to get a mouthful from me this year. But yeah, um, trolling is fun. I, mean, I like trolling. I, I, I mean, I'm sure the vegans are loving the fact that these guys exist because we got off their backs for a while. But I troll a lot, uh, but I'm funny. Like I say, even the person I'm insulting always laughs because I'm funny. Uh, what was the last one you did that I loved? What's the what's your best advice for doing your first doing your first episode or something like that? Yeah, I said do, make sure you record this. Make sure you do it before the second one or whatever. Yeah, make sure you make sure you record it before your second episode. I love that. That's why I had to comment saying this is the best advice I've ever read. <laughs> the most recent one that I ate a lot of shit for was when I said Neil Pert died. I would have said something sooner, but I thought there's no rush. <laughs> when i read that i fucking died laughing i ate a lot of shit for that (laughs) let me be the first to very boldly say and i don't know if it's too soon and i don't believe in too soon because it's not like he's going to be less dead someday and then it's all right uh i don't like rush never like rush no i can't i can barely stay in the room if they're playing yeah but that's mainly i'm assuming it's mainly just because of flat out getty lee's crappy voice it's everything. His the tone of his bass is terrible. He doesn't like. He's yeah. the only one who has the treble on ten on his fucking bass amp. <laughs> <laughs> They're a terrible bet. They are three very talented men that get together and make really shitty music. <laughs> There's a video that's going around of a uh, one of Neil Peart's drum solos from two thousand and. I'm not sure when it is, 2015, I think, or 2010. I can't remember, but I got to say, I've, being a non-drummer, um, I'm a big fan of drum solos because I just like to see how you can make 
for like five minutes or eight minutes, whatever, to make it. How do you how do you make cool drums for that he, long? He did it pretty good. Now, granted, he played eight drum kits at once. He had 142 cymbals. Yeah, it's a full circle. It's a 360 degree. I use thing. NASA math. And he, and he also has. Uh, <laughs> it's not Russian math. Um, he also has like uh, like a keyboard. So he actually like uses his drumsticks to hit a keyboard. So it's actually, so he plays a mixture of drums with a, and he adds tones of a keyboard into it. So it gives it this whole new dimension of playing. And it's That's this stupid. solo. Actually, you know what? I, I thought the same thing when it was when I first read the description and when I listened to it, I want to hear a whole song of just the drum beat of him playing that beat. Cause it just sounded so cool. It just sounded awesome. You know what nobody does anymore? And this is good because it's something I want to talk about a little later, but you never see it anymore. And I totally want to. Is remember when people used to put milk on their snare drum? So, and then it would <laughs> do that like splashy thing when they, nobody yeah. does that anymore. That was such like a hair metal thing. Twisted Sister did glitter. <laughs> see, that's cool. Nobody puts shit on their drums anymore. To, so it bashes all over them. That's, and glitter, that's ballsy too because that shit doesn't come off. No, exactly. Actually, Travis Scott or Travis, uh, Travis, uh, Travis Barker. Barker, yeah. Uh, he, um, he he puts shit on his on his uh, on his snare. I didn't know that. And and his works really well because his snare always sits flat. Yeah. None of his shit sits on an angle. It's always completely flat. He's a good drummer. I like. He's that. a real. They're calling him actually. They they actually label him as the next generation Neil Pert. And for the I, small kit that he plays, I even I got to admit the guy is amazing. Too is, drastically is different. He, is he innovative though? Like you can be amazing, but you're just uh, um, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. You know what I mean? I say he is not, innovative he, because he, the way he's able to transition beats, like he'll be playing, he'll be maintaining a standard beat, but when he's running the fill. He'll be switching between using the hi-hat and the left and right hand, but as he's filling toms on either side and hitting, so his hands are moving on both. It's 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 awesome, and he also does it. He, he takes a, a, his t-shirt and he wraps his t-shirt over his fucking face so he can't see, and then he plays a kit, plays a I whole gotta, fill and solo with that, which is pretty fun. I gotta say, my knowledge begins and ends with early Blink, so I I can't speak to I I have no. Re like reference i, I follow him on instagram and he posts stuff uh pretty regularly and i because he also incorporates the old um the college drum line where the the fancy stick handling stuff so he incorporates that in with the playing too so it's like it's i don't know i it's 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 entertaining to watch that's very cool that's i will so, pay more yeah. attention to him because the world's going to be looking now that's going to be the yeah. thing who's the next neil pert that's it. let the body yeah. get cold before you fucking yeah what's wrong with you people um, sad thing, don't care. I'm not gonna miss Rush. Uh, Neil Peart, I'll miss. He was fucking hilarious on Trailer Park Boys, which bothered me because the last five things I saw posted, Trailer Park Boys was never mentioned any of the credits for the stuff that the band did. I was the I mentioned it twice in the last couple of days because they were really like Alex Lifeson was so funny. Yeah. Oh, so and he did so many things when he got kidnapped. It was so good. Yeah, uh, really so did. good stuff. Okay, uh, one of the things I was going to talk about, I'm not sure if we want to anymore, because um, it's about Trump. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Defense Secretary Mark Esper uh, said on Sunday that he didn't see any specific evidence that Iran was readying to attack four U.S. embassies. But 
he does say that he shares the same view as Trump, that he says that such an attack was probably in the works. So yeah, another one, this sounds have, a lot like they've got weapons of mass destruction, doesn't it? That, well, that's it's it's more than that because this is a direct statement of saying, like, literally, I'm going to quote. This is a direct quote. What the president said was he believed that it probably and could have been attacks against additional embassies. Yeah. Um, I share that view. I know other members of the national security team share that view. And that's why I deployed thousands of American paratroopers to the Middle East to reinforce our embassy in Baghdad and other sites throughout the region. Um, yeah, that's that's way too close to we believe there's weapons of mass destruction. We have to go in. Uh, it's all that's all. It's the exact same thing. It's just a different wording. Oh, would they're definitely going to attack these four? But it isn't though. We because have here's no what evidence whatsoever. We have no evidence whatsoever that they're going to do this, but we're definitely going to do it. But that's the difference. The weapons of mass destruction was a statement. They are hiding weapons of mass. It's never we believe. It's they are hiding and we will find them. Yeah, but isn't that what Trump said? Trump said they are attacking these four things. Trump says, I believed they would. And when he came forward, this whole thing, he literally just said, he goes, look, he says, I'm not saying I have any direct proof of this. I just said, all I'm saying is we believe that he was going to be, we believe that he was going to be hitting um, the one of our, uh, a more than one embassy and up to four embassies of the U.S. embassies around around the area. This um, is the same guy that believed a Trump board game was a good idea. Yeah, this is I the know. same guy that believed. I believe a university I could run, like and the state and a state business, and yeah, believes a lot. Like don't don't send anything based on what Trump believes. Yep. So that's the big thing. So like now, like the even the national security advisor is even saying. Like the National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien, even he says the same thing. The president's interpretation of that intelligence is very consistent with it. Um, so I think that this has been a Washington thing. When we tell the American people that there was exquisite intelligence and there was going to be an attack on Americans, we had to stop that. Yeah, here's here's the thing, though. Okay, here's here's what they're saying. Let me Let me paraphrase for the listeners who don't know. We <laughs> believe... That Iranians might attack something one day. Really? Yeah. yeah. These people that have been warring with themselves for 4,000 years, they've been at war with us for 40 years, they might maybe attack something. Really? Where did you get such innovative fucking insight, Trump? <laughs> of course they're going to fucking attack something someday. They're Iranians. That's what they do. But you can't just go over and kill them all. I, I believe that these men who all they do is buy guns all the time might shoot them. <laughs> well, thanks, uh, Trump. Fuck, where do, you get, where do you hide your crystal ball? <laughs> Senator Mike Lee, Republican from Utah, has been vocally critical of the administration's messaging about Iran. He says that he is worried about the lack of specifics. Um, uh, he goes on to quote saying, I have learned not to simply take the federal government's word at face value. He was look, on Bush's staff. He said, look, we were lied to about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. We were lied to for a couple of decades about what was happening in Afghanistan. We were lied to about a lot of things. That's not to say the government is always lying or the people who run it are inherently evil. 
where did that come from? <laughs> this is, this is, I'm not saying that they're lying or they're a bunch of dicks, but like, no, because people? if he if he didn't say that, then what he would have said is that no government is trustworthy. He's yeah, like, trying to prove that it's mainly it's you, the. You, you could go with. I'm not saying the federal government is always lying or they're generally uh, untrustworthy. But, inherently evil? <laughs> like, that just seems extreme. No, here's the funny thing. Lee added that he believes the administration believes... <laughs> I'm going to repeat this. Oh, Lee added that he believes the administration believes that they had a basis for concluding that there was an imminent attack. Though it's, infer- inf- it's frustrating to be told that and not get the details behind it. Did you believe the Iraqis, the Iranians were going to attack this thing? No, personally, I didn't believe it, but I believe that he believed it. So yeah, yeah. I said in the truth. <laughs> That's what he's saying. <laughs> I'm, I don't believe that it would have happened, but I believe that this person think it would have happened. I believe he believed it was going to happen, so we went and killed some brown people. <laughs> That's All right. Fuck off. You got an election coming up. Don't, I know why you're doing this. Everybody knows why you're doing this. It's a joke. It's a fucking punchline that you're trying to win an election. Wars win elections. Everybody knows. It's fucking... Stop it. Leave the poor Middle Eastern bastards alone. Now, these next it. two I have are... This is my way. Um, Eric, I always told you I'd never I'd never prank you back for the for the prank you pulled on me, but um, this, is, this is my retaliation for that. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, I just, I know one of these two stories was going to set you off. So this is, this is my little, this is my little fuck with, <laughs> fuck with you, Pete. <laughs> Hope right. you don't mind. Um, retired Pope Benedict, um, who has vowed that he would remain hidden from the world and pledge obedience to the new Pope yeah, when I'm he returned in 2013. He has written a book oh, entitled. Cool. From the depths of our hearts, priesthood, celibacy, and the crisis of the Catholic Church. Who I was benedicting when I was in there. Exactly. And he made the case that celibacy is a necessary foundation for priesthood. And the reason he says that, marriage, uh, he wrote, required man to give himself totally to his wife. Since serving the Lord likewise requires the total gift of a man it does not seem possible to carry on the two vocations simultaneously thus the ability to renounce marriage so as to place oneself totally at the lord's disposition became the criterion for priestly ministry now yes mr benedict that reasoning made sense back when you wrote the bible I was... <laughs> it, it no longer <laughs> is that way. Oh my god, that's um, so good. There, there, there was a time when, yeah, you saw your wife twice a year because you were out trapping and hunting and being a that dude, you know. And the chances are you're probably going to die anyway. So you know, guys, a bunch of guys said, you know, what? let's not be married when we're priests. It's fine. We didn't like women. We didn't have porn. We didn't have awesome sitcoms with hot young girls. Uh, guys need a release that it just reaches critical mass. You got to let the pressure off once in a while or it's going to explode. Or they're going to keep looking at these little boys and thinking, 
eh, God doesn't mind. That's what I'm saying. It, it, we're we're, too, we're we're hardwired sexually now. It's everything is sex. Sex. You, you're born with it now. Uh, when when the Bible was written, guys were different. Girls were different. Did you see women back then? No, I would probably agree to celibacy. Cave women. <laughs> um, They're just as hairy as the guys were. If you don't have to be married to one of these if you're a priest. I'm in. But now it's all sex. And the problem is guys are horrible, filthy, disgusting creatures. And we will fuck something. Left to our own devices, alone in a group of little boys for a month, we're going to fuck one of them. That's what men do. You cannot force celibacy. That's like telling a bunch of guys in a crash plane not to eat each other. It's happening. It's happening. Guaranteed. Um, Meanwhile, um, Pope Francis is actually looking at um, sort of, there's a chance that he's going to be reversing that of saying that uh, said that married men should be ordained. It basically just in, in, in uh, to offer a supply for the shortage of priests. Of course he is. Said that he would write a document based on the outcome of that meeting. Because popes don't retire, right? Popes well, they die. Popes die. You're not supposed to quit being the pope like that. Who quits being the pope? And Benedict, he quit. Benedict like, is one of only shit, two. So. Yeah, Benedict is only one of two in history, right? So of course, new popes like fuck. Oh, don't listen to old pope. He's off his rocker. Fuck. He's gonna he'll say anything Benedict says. Dude says the other opposite every time. Promise you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just funny. Ah, don't listen to Benedict. What the fuck does he know? He quit Popehood. Yeah, he didn't even follow the rules. So fuck him. And Benedict was like, you know why? Because I wanted to get fucked. <laughs> I wanted Gwyneth Paltrow's okay. vagina. Okay, this next one, Eric. I'm going to have a difficult time getting through this. So, good luck. Um... Oh my god, this is so hard to even read. <clears throat> I'll start with the title. For transgender men, pain of menstruation is more than just physical. God, I've been hearing about this. Safety concerns and a lack of access to menstruation products are among the issue trans and gender non-conforming people face during, quote, that time of the month. No. Stop right non-conforming. No. Fuck you. You're not a woman. Carry on. <clears throat> when transgender model and activist Kenny Ethan Jones experienced his first period, he faced both physical and psychological pain. Initially, Jones, who had not yet come out as trans at the time, felt like he was losing control and didn't understand what was happening to his body. However, one thing was clear. He didn't feel like himself. I didn't believe that having periods would be a part of my lived experience, he told NBC News. I felt isolated. Everything about periods was tailored to girls. Yet me, a boy, was experiencing this, and nothing in the world documented that. No, you weren't. You didn't get ovaries. Sorry, go ahead. He currently experiences a wide range of challenges with his monthly bleeding, especially when it comes to getting his hands on menstrual hygiene products. What is he bleeding from? He, he doesn't form eggs and shed them in his stomach. They cannot transplant that yet. 
what is causing uh-huh. him bleeding. He shouldn't be bleeding, whether he has a vagina or not. They do not implant ovaries. Well, see, this is the thing I'm trying. Or is he a woman? He's a woman identifying as a man and doesn't understand why he's having a period? Maybe. Some transgender and gender non-conforming people who menstruate, like Jones, say when the products are categorized as women's products, they feel alienated. So these are women who are pretending to be men and they're getting yeah. periods and they're saying they can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So these women are lying and saying they're men and then they're getting periods and it's then, then they're going, Oh, I don't know why this is happening. Cause I'm a man. Yeah. But their, their complaint is the fact that I guess that, yeah, that's why I remember I told you the story where always is taking the, the, the woman symbol off their packaging. To make yeah. room for these people. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? So, yeah, this, this fucking slut uh, has actually done that. I definitely <laughs> seen a positive shift with the discussion around women experiencing periods, but the stigma towards trans men, non-binary, and intersex individuals having them is still alive and well. Yeah, that means you're all a bunch of women. We need Sarah McLaughlin to bring back Lilith Fair. I thought Lilith Fair was a bad thing, but look at the world without it. These bitches all think they're dudes and can't figure out why they're having periods. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is the problem with this whole thing. Like, You don't have periods when you're guys and trans. When you become a woman, you don't get to start having periods. It's not. It, they can't do that. Uh, I, I, they cannot transplant those. If they did, they do it for unhealthy women who have ovaries are very fragile, and lots of women don't have them. It's a fucked up thing. Hang on a second. But what the you guys? Hell? You, you're the fucking givers of life. You, you life, human life on the planet exists because of your period. Well, because you don't have a period, but that that whole structure is the basis of life on the planet. And you're pretending you're a dude? I don't know why I'm doing this. It's freaking me out. There's nothing for dudes with periods here. It's because dudes don't have periods, you fucking retard. Stop it. Stop this now. Everyone has to stop. I was funny about it this summer. This isn't funny. But I'm a dude and I don't get why I'm having a period. Because you've got a fucking vagina and you're a woman. Stop it. I don't care if you got a mustache. Lots of women have mustaches. That's fine. You're not a dude. Fucking! This is this is where it starts getting weird and stupid, and this is where oh. it starts confusing little girls and boys who are just just starting to deal with periods. Eric, I'm about to take this one step worse. Are you ready for this? You're sitting down, right? I am actually. You're about to get up and run. The hurdles some trans men and gender non-conforming people who menstruate say they face include the. <clears throat> High cost of period supplies and lack of access to the problems, safety concerns, and inadequate medical care. Wait, hang on, hang on. A box of 36 tampons, which could easily be used within one menstruation period, could cost as much as $12. That's significantly more than the federal minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. Yeah, and what have women been dealing with forever since the beginning of fucking time? Right. Now, but here's the thing now. Now that it's the look of a guy complaining, see if something gets done about it. That'll be fucked. This is so fucking ridiculous. I'm, I can't 
it's too late because this episode's got really, really long, and it's almost 10 p.m., which in my mother's house is the middle of the night, so I cannot scream, but I promise you, I'm, I'm getting an app on my phone tomorrow, and I'm going for a walk during our episode, and I'm going to return to this subject in a field somewhere out here in rural Okanagan Valley where I can talk as loudly as I have to about this subject because I'm I like my chest hurts right now this could be the one this could be the one I told you I get back <laughs> I, I'm not kidding I'm having chest pains I want to yell so badly right this is not good for my ulcer oh it's not so good for my bleeding ulcer and I don't God. have my pills because I left them in Vancouver so I, I I've got nothing I'm going to internally bleed to death tonight because of you fucking motherfucker where's my products for bleeding you fuckers you caused this you sick fucking twisted women you caused this in me can you believe this this is just the most sane thing I and they're and they're complaining that there's no tamp no free tampons to use in male restrooms <laughs> Eric might just explode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid to announce this is the last episode of Eric Gord. What a right. <laughs> I told you, man, when I get you back, it's really low below the belt. Kona <laughs> doesn't have a bridge high enough to jump off of. I need one of you gun nuts to come do me a favor up here. My good God, I do not want to live in a world where there's tampon machines in the men's room. You might have been there's a condom machine and a machine that gives out candy and funny shit. And nobody uses the condom machine. There's no room for a tampon machine. Fuck you. Even if cost is a non-issue, using a men's restroom can be daunting for those who have had their or those who have their period. The sound of opening a tampon or pad or simply carrying one can lead to unwanted attention. Quote, you might have this monthly terror where you're concerned that if you go to the restroom and someone sees a tampon, then they're going to start asking questions. Why aren't you in a stall? Monthly terror? Yeah, monthly terror. You ever been in a bathroom after Gord's had Taco Bell for an evening? You (laughs) think everyone, anyone can hear your tampon opening? No. Tell you what a monthly fucking terror sounds like when I hit Taco Fucking Bell and KFC every month. My monthly terror is after my Danny's full order of nachos. That's a monthly terror. You know, a little bit of bleeding once a week. That's not a monthly terror. I've literally thought I was crapping out my intestines. And you couldn't hear a tampon thing opening for a block away. You don't, that's not a, you don't have to worry about No one in the men's room hears your tampon thing opening. And if we do, we're going to laugh like dudes. Go, what are you doing opening a tampon over there? <laughs> Because we think you're a fucking guy. We don't know. You are the fucking cunts that take the middle urinal. I know it. You're all women. Yep. You walk up and you use the middle urinal and you force one of us to pick a side. You gotta be chicks. Men know not to do that. Little urinal shouldn't even be there. You're not allowed to use it except in extreme emergencies. This is fucking ridiculous. I can't like this is what do I tell my son that my non-existent son, my goat, when I get my goat, what do I explain to my goat when there's a tampon machine in the men's room? 
This is the end of humanity. Do you people not understand this? If we go down this road for the next 50 years, we actually go down this road, our species comes to an end. Do you not understand that? If there's no gender, there is no reproduction. We are not going to turn into asexual beings. Evolution doesn't go backwards. You are going to make human beings extinct with this bullshit. Does that not occur to you? Does that not bother you? You are destroying the human species. If that's your goal, fine. Say that's your goal. State clearly you are trying to end the human race. And then I can get on board with that. I can believe that you're not either A, bullshitting or B, fucking insane. Because that's the only thing you are right now. You're either clinically insane or you're a fucking liar. What did I say the theme was going to be? Stop lying. Stop lying. It's one or the other, or you're trying to destroy the human race, or you're just a big fucking liar. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Fully, fully. Has this ever been a thing ever in history? And if this was a thing, it would have been a thing at some point in history. No guy has a period. No dude has a period. If there was even the slightest NASA math possibility of that happening, it would have happened already. And it would be in a weird book somewhere. I read a lot of weird books. Trust me. It's not there. Like, oh, and the weird thing is, is they're literally acting like they're guys in the sense of saying, well, I'm a guy. I'm not supposed to have this. Do you have a vagina? Yeah. Then shut the fuck up. First of all, were you born a woman? Yeah. Well, then you're going to have this. Women still get paid 75 cents on a dollar to what men get paid. You're going to bitch about what these cost, you fucking idiot. Right. Women have a quietly. No one's ever bitched about the price of tampons. Have you ever? Ever heard that complaint ever in your life? Has any woman ever said that? No, they buy them and they stick them under the sink and they shut the fuck up. They don't yeah. talk about them. They don't want to talk about them. Because they are painful. And yeah. they're, they are annoying. And they do embarrass you. And they do affect your life in a big way for a week every month. And that's a right. shitty fucking thing. And you're just mocking it, basically. That's exactly what you're doing. You're trying to pretend you understand anything about fuck you. God damn it. I was so happy with this episode. The happiest <laughs> show. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're having a good time. Fuck you. <laughs> People ruin fun. You're the ruiners of fun. Yep. And I cared That's... this summer. I felt bad this summer. I really, I thought maybe, maybe I'm being irrational. Maybe I should lighten up a little bit try to wow no i was so right i want to double down and redo that episode i want to play that episode and do like they do on the dvds with the commentary where you can listen to the guys listen to their own episode and fucking talk about it i want to do that i want to listen to that episode meet gord talk about how fucking right i was i wasn't right in that episode i was nice i pulled punches no more i don't pull punches anymore until you stop lying yep you're fucking lucky I'm at my mother's house. Oh. <laughs> I mean, talk about mother- dumping this on you, the worst possible thing. First day back. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say a swear word in this house. I'm talking very quietly for the whole episode because I can't swear in front of this woman. And she's four <laughs> foot nine. <laughs> she weighs a buck twenty. I could like 
blow and she would fall over and break something. She's got osteoporosis. That she will kick the living shit out of me if she heard me say living shit. <laughs> yeah. You see what this woman says because she's going to be a guest on our podcast now and I'm going to sit her down and <laughs> tell her that there's a bunch of guys that don't know why they have periods. You think me and Gord could swear? <laughs> I can't wait. You fucking assholes. Oh my god. This is the kind of angry that doesn't go away. This is the kind of this is real. I'm actually angry. And this is you can tell because I get quiet when I'm angry. I get all mm-hmm. Oh, I can definitely tell. I get all calm on your shit when I'm angry. It's, it's scary. <laughs> You know, when I'm yelling, that's fine. You know, I'm okay. When I get quiet, then you fucking run. <laughs> You're gonna. I'm gonna be getting messages all night now. <laughs> you know, I was going There's to furthermore fuck this motherfucker. Tell you guys a personal story. I was going to build a snowman tomorrow with my mother's dog because he's a cute border collie. She likes to play in the snow, and I haven't built a snowman in 25 years. I thought it would be a fun thing to do. My plan was to build a snowman in the morning. I was going to spend half the day make a big one. I was actually probably going to make dirty snowmen doing stuff. But <laughs> um, now I'm just going to make a bunch of snow trans people and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> My whole morning, I'm going to build a snowman. I'm going to kick it into powder. I'm going to build them again. <laughs> you keep building the trans one until you build them right, which is when they're either male or female. Call the day. I am gonna scare my mother's dog because of you people. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have my goat yet. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to see what I'm going to do and pretend I'm doing to all of you tomorrow. Oh, you fucking assholes! Imagine, though, when you do, you're, like, in college, and you're wasted, and you go home with a dude, and then he's, you, you think you're having your first gay experience, and then he turns out to have a vagina. You're like, sweet! Oh! That almost got weird for a minute, but you totally got a vagina. This is cool, dude. Let's go. This is all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, that's gonna that's gonna be a thing because I I know a chick who does that. She's still got a dick and she she takes guys out and she likes to surprise them. <laughs> uh, she does. She's not honest about that. She has a dick and she takes guys home and shocks them with it. Uh, that could that's gonna be a thing where these people who don't understand why they're having periods. I don't understand though. Aren't you taking the chance of getting like? Getting your ass hated to you? Oh, she gets abused on a regular basis. She gets like, but you got to keep in mind she can take me. She's my old buddy Jacob. She, she can she can hold her own in a fight. Yeah, you know, okay. they they can't trans that out of you. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> At the end of the day, she's still got like a sixteen inch bicep, and she can kick the shit out of you because she's a dude. She's a dude with breast implants. That's all she is. Really? At the, now, I honor her. I respect her wishes because she's a good friend of mine, and that's the only reason. But at the end of the day, she's a dude with breast implants, and she's stopping there. She's, in her mind, she's done. That's what she is. No. 
but she passes herself off as a woman and picks up straight men and and then mm-hmm. deals with the consequences. But in her mind, she's complete as she is. She's a chick with a dick, and she's happy with that. You're a dude with tits. That's all you are. Stop lying. I'll uh, go. Yeah. I thought about getting them at one point. Because I just thought, I like playing with tits. Why don't I just go get a pair? And then I'm good. I'm When I'm in those dry spells, I'm at home playing with my own tits. Everything's fine. Makes sense, right? Well, there was that one guy who did that as as the uh, the first guy to really sort of do that known, and he's just a straight guy. He lost a bet, so he got implants, tit implants done, and he was supposed to keep him in for a year, and he kept him in for like four years because, well, he just thought it was kind of fun, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's actually hard to get a doctor to do that. At least in Canada, I, I talked to a doctor. I'm like, what if I wanted breast implants? And a lot of them won't do it. No, it's true. Um. Well, Quick now, question, by the way. Yeah. Since please, when did the regular? Since when did the flu become a newsworthy thing? Since anti-vaxxers made it that way. Well, in other countries, it's newsworthy. CDC warns of widespread flu activity in nearly all fifty states. It's January. <laughs> uh, hey, CDC. It's flu season. It's literally it's, named flu season. What do you think happened? Everyone sprouts flowers out of their assholes, but it's flu season. That doesn't mean it's time to clean your chimney, you fucking idiots. God. So there a, you go. that, that was a good pun. Because <laughs> chimneys have a flute. Is it? It's flu season. No, it's flute. fucking flu. Fuck off. The flu. These are the... <sighs> I had a fight with a comedian on Facebook about this because he said something about uh, going to the emergency room. And I said, if you don't go to the fucking emergency room for the flu, save the emergency room for American shot victims. The flu is not news. Stop it. Because you're going to help the anti-vaxxer fucking bullshit thing. Yep. You have the flu. So what? It sucks for a week, maybe. And then you know what you do after three days? You go, I can't believe this flu is still hanging on. <laughs> but you're still at work bitching about it. You've gone back. Take the first three days off. You're, that's fine. And then you bitch about it like everybody else till it goes away. But it's the fucking flu. I've got it right now. Fuck off. I literally just, I had mine for the last month. I just let it, I finally just let it go. Yeah. Finally. It's, it's a month. The flu is like you know one of I'm those things to- where you like. Is it is does today at work suck enough that I can use this as an excuse to stay home? And eh, no, I got something to do. I better go in. Like that's the flu. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. This the flu is not news. There's a, this one that's going around China that fucking you turn into a lizard and then your head explodes or something. I, this is a bad fucking thing. Like bird <laughs> flu. If you have bird flu, tell me about that. That's interesting. I'll listen to that. <laughs> um, yeah. If you got the other, if you got SARS, I don't even want to hear about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, stay, put on a mask and then don't talk to me even with the mask on. Um, <laughs> SARS was that. Now that's a story. Uh, everybody's got flu in flu season. What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Who even wrote that story? He should get. He should get. We should bring caning here. You know they do caning in like Singapore. Yep. Kid got caught doing graffiti in the 90s and he got caned and everyone lost their shit because you can't cane an American kid. Nah, Singapore didn't give a fuck. They caned the kid. <laughs> we need caning here. We need caning for people who write news stories about, oh, uh, there's flu in the States in flu season. You get caned for that kind of reporting. 
uh, bring some fucking integrity back to the press. It's you motherfuckers that are ruining it. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> and in May, we reported that all the snow melted and flowers bloomed. We don't know what's going on. Spring, you fucking retards. I hate you all. I hate everybody. <laughs> I can't yell, so I'll just say that right now. I hate everybody except the listeners of my show. You might be okay. I don't know if you're like the ones who are stealing my stories and putting on a global news. I don't like you quite as much. Yeah, I kind of do because that just makes me look good. Um, no, I hate all of you. Sorry. Hate y'all. I tried. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I can't get angry enough. I was going to end this story on a happy note. <laughs> and I might as well. Fuck, we're pushing. We're over two hours now. This is great. This has been a lot of fun, you guys. Thanks very much for letting me and Gord have this show. Do me a favor. Go to the Eric and Gord podcast Facebook page. Uh, Facebook slash at Eric and Gord podcast. And, uh, or Facebook. No, it's fb.me at Eric and Gord Facebook. Just fucking put in Eric and Gord podcast. You'll figure it out. And like us. Give us a like. Give us just just hit that like button. It sounds stupid, but it really means a lot to the people that look at these shows and decide what happens with them. So please like our show. Uh or the the thing that's on my timeline, the, the thing you can just click on it and like our show and you're entered into our email uh book and then we'll email you and give you a some shit like a pen or a t-shirt or 25 bucks or four dollars you don't know it's exciting because you don't know um so like us and and it goes a long long way please thank you for listening you guys are great tell your friends to start listening and uh, i really appreciate it i hate all of you but <laughs> it's only fair that you tell your friends and relatives to start listening so I can hate them equally too. I don't want people out there thinking that, that maybe I don't hate them. That's just <laughs> going to get confusing. So no, I yeah, the more listeners just... I have, uh, the more people I can tell all at once that I hate you, you have no misconceptions. Like when I see you on the street, don't wave because I hate you. <laughs> as long as we make that clear ahead of time. Um, I had this thing all about the stories behind the songs because I want to promote the shit out of that because they pay me. Um, I'm doing an episode on the stories behind the songs about the year 1987 and why I think the year 1987 is the biggest year in music history. It's the most important year since before music was invented. There was nothing more important than 1987. Um... Now, I'm discussing specifically on the show the three albums I think changed the world. U2, Joshua Tree, R.E.M. Document, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. But let me give you a little rundown of what I'm going to allude to on that show, Gord, because I'm not sure if you know all this. A couple more albums that came out in 1987. Faith No No More, Introduce Yourself. Jane's Addiction, Jane's Addiction, Jane's Addiction. Aerosmith, Permanent Vacation. In Excess, Kiss. Prince, Sign of the Times, Michael Jackson, Bad, Motley Crue, Girls, 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 Def Leppard, Hysteria. This all happened in 1981 year. The Arrhythmic Savage came out that year. Uh, Hey, my list just scratches the surface. Anthrax, 
had a big album in 87. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, every band who's ever done anything good that's been around since 87, the best thing they did was in 87. The Descendants the, All album came out in 87. Yeah, the Descendants, the Replacements had a good album. Soundgarden. Soundgarden yeah. started in 1987. Oh, they're, oh, really? So not like their first album as much as it was their, that's when they started. Like demos. They had like sub-pop demos. Ice-T's Rhyme Page. Yeah, man. Like, you read the shit. list, the entire Holy list. Surfers. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Like, I'm not kidding when I say this 87 stuff, so everybody oh, do. Wow. Check out everything that came out in 1987, and then you go, oh, maybe I should listen to the stories behind the songs in Oracle Media Productions podcast featuring Eric, because it's going to be fucking interesting shit. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Meat Puppets. I forgot about that bit. Yeah, buddy, right? <laughs> it's crazy. That's like, wild. I, I've been preaching this shit since first year of university. That's 20 years I've been preaching this fucking thing, and I didn't even know how extensive the list was. This is crazy. I literally just got here. I got the top 50 albums of 1987. Yeah, and all it's 50 of them, you're like, really? Holy shit. I had no idea that was out in 87, and now that makes so much sense, what Eric's Lyle. talking about all the time. George Harrison, Lyle, love it. I know the first thing you're thinking is, goddamn, Eric is smart. Um, Eric is fucking smart. Cool Modi. There you go. Yeah, man, right? There's so many great ones that you've forgotten about, and there's ones that you go, holy shit, yeah, like, I didn't realize that came out in 87, but that's a damn good, like, I had no idea about Introduce Yourself, and that's one of my favorite Faith in the Worms. Terrence Trent Derby's. Introducing the oh, introducing the hard line. According to Terrence Shot Darby, came out that year. Yeah, some wow. good fuck shit. So everybody, pay attention to that show. And maybe me, but before it happens or after it happens, me and Gore can have a little chat about this. We haven't talked music in a long, long time. Well, it's very uh, true. So, because I don't want to talk about people anymore. I fucking hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a seriously I'm either gonna get I wonder if I I got my full fucking data I've never used I'll get Skype on my phone tomorrow and go talk in a field it's minus eight there's literally two feet of <laughs> snow there's literally like twenty four inches of snow on the ground I'm gonna be up to my knees in my fucking chucks because that's all I own I'm gonna be Converse All Stars knee deep in snow and I'm gonna be hot because that's how much I'm gonna be yelling at you fuckers tomorrow. <laughs> this snow is it's gonna melt around me like a crop circle oh yeah exactly it's just it. <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna let you guys tomorrow go i'm gonna have nothing but happy stuff tomorrow just to ruin it all again it is very late for gord and i feel bad but it's you people's fault you period having motherfuckers um <laughs> And no, that doesn't. That's not misogynistic. I'm not referencing women when I say that. So shut up. <laughs> don't send emails because I don't care. Do send emails because I don't care. Send all you want. Yeah. Eric at ericgord.com. Gord at Eric at we are right. Deal with it. Rose McGowan is stupid at outlook.com. The super douche canoe at gmail.com. Send in your emails. You will get money. Uh, that's a thing that is happening. I uh, got the beautiful email from a guy, our first recipient. And a big fan of the show. And you can get money too. So email us and tell me how rude I am right now. Or whatever. I don't care. 
I don't, I, I don't care. Send something in. I just don't fucking care. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Public tell enemy, my, Joe Buffmaster show. Sick. Tell my mom she doesn't need her snowblower tomorrow. I will melt it with my fury. <laughs> it's all right, Mom. You take today off. You sit and relax. I got the driveway this time. <laughs> I say I wish I would be there, but then I'd be the one shoving the driveway. So (laughs) we can do it together. (laughs) She's got a snowblower, like top of the line snowblower, because she's all little. She can't shovel. Uh, Still wouldn't do it today. I was like, I don't feel good. I gotta lay down. (laughs) Such a prick. I'll do it tomorrow, mom. (laughs) First thing in the morning, you better be out there. I'm not a complete monster. She has a husband. Oh, God, it's funny. Yes. Meat Puppets uh, have got 23 albums? Holy shit. Each with one song, which is weird. Why wouldn't they just put those all on one album? It'd be easier. That'd be very smart. Well, what a bunch of douchebags. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I got to let Gord go to bed. I got to go because my back's going to hurt from the anger. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be back to do this again tomorrow night. Um, th- that's what I feel I could do without Gord. I hope I don't have to, but... I- I got enough in me I could do an hour of just yelling at you fuckers. <laughs> I will be here for that. On that note. Until then. <laughs> take care of each other. <laughs> ah, go find a tampon. Every story starts the same way. I'll just do a little bit till Sunday